You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Vintage Podcast. Yes. It's your boys once again, as mm-hmm. always, Don mm-hmm. Morrow and the legendary Mr. Uh, Mark Jameson. What's up? What's up? What's what up? is good? Um, up, up, if up. you are new and checking us out for the first time, yeah, thanks for checking us out. We Peep appreciate it. that. Yeah, we're on uh, season three, episode Deuce, Deuce, Deuce. Two. On the Chop two. Sports Network. The Chop Sports Network. And uh, if you've been listening to us, thank you again. There's a million podcasts out there, but you are choosing to spend time with us, and we thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so we got a couple things we're talking about lining up today. Mm-hmm. But uh, first things first, just this is like one of those things that my brain got triggered. So I was flipping through uh, Instagram, and it was like the anniversary of when Carmelo dropped 62 at the Garden. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a great night. Like, it was one of those nights where, like, you feel great to be a Knicks fan. But And listen, those are Those are few, fucking few right? and far between. <laughs> this is what I'm getting at right here. Okay. So these are few and far between. So, like, that got me thinking about, just got me thinking, like, how, how the team this year so far has so fucking underachieved. You know what I'm saying? Like, last year you thought you had some guys. Maybe you don't fucking have some guys. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Julius isn't the fucking superstar you thought he was. And I bought in. I'm not going to fucking lie. I, I bought in. I thought Julius, like, last year, the way he was, like, a leader and shit like that. And, like, and Thibodeau, too. Like, like last year he's, like, coach of the year. And I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Bro, what are you doing? There's got You're not... <laughs> I'm fucking, like... Dude, I'm, like, really sad and depressed, like... Seriously over this because this this got me thinking when I watched that clip of Carmelo. I'm like, oh, that was a great time. That was a great year. That was a great that was a great year. Notice how I said that was a great year in the middle of all the garbage that we had to sit through. We had that one good year where Carmelo and our Mario went to the playoffs. It's a fun year, year, dude. Novak and fucking JR. Dude, I remember like I had a lethal weapon poster. Those two Photoshop. That was hilarious. Insanity. That was, but that was a different time, a little bit. Like that was a little, like that was that was the same period, but there was a little bit of a different team. Yeah, we had that stretch with insanity, but I don't think that was the same year we went to the play. We won like fifty four, went to the playoffs. That was a little bit of. I think it was a year before. Did after we have Gallo still. No, Gallo was gone when we got Mellow. Oh yeah, that's right. And that he that, that yeah that yeah, they had that one year. Where they went to the playoffs, and Maury fucking put his hand through the fucking fire extinguisher Idiot. like a fucking jackass, and we you know we fizzled out as usual. But it was one good year, and then went right back to being a circus. And last year, we had a good year. We were four. You know, it was a great year. This everybody's feeling good. This that. I'm afraid that that's it. I'm afraid that we just had that one good year, like we did then, and now it's back to fucking clown makeup and fucking. So a fluke year. Yeah, Tipito looking like a fucking jackass. Not dude. All all your starters are in like fucking negative. The whole thing up right now. Oh man. No, I'm not, but this it, it's like, come on, man. Like, how much can I, I can't take any more of this shit. Like, I'm really scared that we had one year last year was great, and now it's just back to fucking 
The circus. The circus is back at the garden. It's not Ringling Brothers. It's the Dolan bro. It's like And you got Julius on a big contract. Yeah, and it's you got be hard to move him, right? I don't know. I feel like somebody might might take him. But I uh, but like that's what I'm saying like the, <laughs> and like Julius doesn't even want to be in New York. He, like he can say he wants to all the his body language, the way he was booing the family. Like, dude, he doesn't want to be here yeah, anymore. What the fuck is that? Well, he doesn't want to fucking be here. He doesn't. He, you could see in his body language he doesn't want to play. I don't know what it is, but you got to focus on fucking ba- like the trade deadline's coming up. Yeah, we got Cam Reddish. I actually love that trade. Love that trade. Get younger. You never know. And he's a fucking great shooter already. He, he do a lot more probably. So you know, I say, and that's Barrett's boy, right? Yeah, they're homies from college. Cool. Everybody talks about, oh, we should get Zion here now. Leave fucking cheeseburger Eddie the fuck in New Orleans. Get, I don't want him anywhere near New York. I don't want him sniffing any of the food in the garden. Eddie class? Yeah, he's Eddie class, bro. He's Eddie class. It's bad, <laughs> but you know, focus on Jr. Focus on the guys that are there, like. That are gonna be the future because if this trade deadline coming up, I say fucking move everybody. I would move everyone. The only people I would keep, I swear to you, the only people I keep I would keep is Barrett, Reddish. I'd like to keep a Mitchell Robinson and like quickly. I'd move everybody else. Everybody else could fucking go. I don't care. Get them all. Get them all out of here. Who are you bringing and like, in? Then? Who am I bringing in? Somebody who I already hear is rumored to want the fuck out of where they are if they go one and done again in the playoffs, and that's Donovan Mitchell. I would bring the spider to New York. Let him spin his web in the garden. I'm all about that all day. I don't care what it takes. If it takes Julius, our whole fucking team, as long as it's not RJ, whatever, and we can keep them, give me give me fucking Donovan Mitchell, please. Who's your lineup then? I don't care. Fucking probably be Grimes maybe at the point. If we didn't move him, I don't know. He's yeah. the rookie, yeah. you know. Or quickly, probably quickly at the point. He's got more fucking experience if we don't move him. RJ, Cam, fucking Toppin if we don't move him. But if he's gone, boom, see ya. And then you put in Donovan and then you got Mitchell as your starters. Yeah. You could roll with that? I could fucking live with that. I would also move. <clears throat> I would also like a trade where we end up getting uh, De'Aaron Fox from the, uh, the Kings. Because he's just wasting his career there. And he's a fucking stud. So that's just my Knicks point for today because get it off the chest brother i'm afraid i'm scared we're back in the dark dungeons like i was singing a song last night and i was like <laughs> i forgot it i'm glad i forgot it because it was just like a fucking just a song about how bad the knicks are it is um you know it's another football weekend it's playoff it's championship weekend well first i'd like to sing a song okay na 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 hey 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 yes goodbye mr tom brady it's kind of crazy. So as a, like just a football fan in general, you got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't there's literally no way you cannot deny that like he's like the greatest of all time. Like it, there's no denying it. The comebacks, what? the fucking championships. What? Like everything. You can't deny it. But when you're for somebody like a Jet fan or just a football fan who's tired of seeing the same old shit, you know, like you love to see him fucking go. Yeah. Because, like, most people hated Brady. If you weren't a Pats fan, I'm pretty sure you hated Brady for the most part. I would think that would be the general consensus. I really don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how people feel about him, like, that aren't fans Mm -hmm. of the Bucs or the Patriots. That's, Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, if if you're asking anybody who's a fan of Of the team in the AFC East, (laughs) or probably the AFC in general, I think you're going to hate him. Maybe he gets a little more NFC love. Potentially. Yeah, maybe. So, like, that's like a whole era of football undone, just done. Yeah. Like, that door is closed now. 
because he's Big gone. Ben. Ben's gone. That whole draft class, like Eli, Philip, you know, Rivers is done now. Like, you know, what I'm saying like that whole that whole crew is gone. Like that was like a whole era of football. That was our like. You know, it's the one that we are early twenties as adult football fans. Yeah, that was kind of our yeah. introduction, mm-hmm. right? That was our like paint in and fuck it, like because I remember as a kid, obviously the greats when I was oh, a yeah. kid, you know, Montana and, and fucking young, yeah, you know, you get Favre, Troy Marino, and Favre, yeah, yeah all, all those guys. I mean, so like when we first started watching football, mm. that's what we grew yeah, up that's on. the that that but was then, that as we got older, that door closed. And then the door opened for the Peyton Manning, the Drew Brees, and the Tom Brady, and those battles, and the Big Bens of the world, Phillip you know. Rivers. Yeah, those guys. That was dudes. that was their era. And there was other guys. You know what's so funny? There's always like six or seven quarterbacks that define an era, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you think about it. Because yeah. there's a lot of other good that's, guys that's in the mix there. There's always good guys that are in the mix, but never guys that stand out to the fucking level, like obvious greatness, you know. So, like, you know, in that era of, like, Peyton Manning and all that, you know, you had guys that were good. like your Bledsoe's. Fucking, that's what I'm saying. You had your Bledsoe's, your Plumber's. You know, Plumber had some years, bro. Dude, Plumber was good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's guys that Jake are, the like, snake, man. there's guys that are out there that, like, did their thing, but that just, they're not that level of the Peyton Manning. They're not the fucking Tom Brady. Yeah. And, like, so now, that door's closed. And yes, like we're, and, and that's just another chapter in our lives. We're fucking older now. You know, we're almost like adult adults. <laughs> oh no, we are. Yeah. We might not act like Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should put it that way. Yeah. So like we are adult adults, but so like now it's like this new era of football. Yeah. And you got these new guys taking over, right? Like the new what's the new faces of like who's gonna be the next Tom Brady, Peyton Manning? These guys are gonna be around the next 10, 15 years, you know? I think obviously number one guy is going to be Patrick Mahomes. You know? I don't know. I was thinking Daniel Jones. Uh, <laughs> oh, Zach, Zach, it was a little fucking Zach Wilson. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, you got probably your Patrick Mahomes of the world, your Joe Burrows of the world. I think obviously, you know, Joe Cool. Speaking of Joe Cool, you saw he was wearing today. Like he's dropping fifty. Fucking G'd up from yeah. the feet up, bro. Fucking. I'm taking every. He ain't playing. I'm taking every prop bet on Joe Burrow today. <laughs> that boy is ready to do some damage, dude. Even if they don't win that game, I still like him at seven and a half. So let's go through the teams real quick, because you were saying new faces, right? Yeah, it was new faces. Who are these guys? Who are these guys? Yeah, are they going to are they be, gonna the be elite here? level yep. guys for the next ten years? Yeah. Or are they going to be one of those guys that you were just mentioning, right? Mm-hmm. Middle of the road guys that are good. Yeah. They're right? there. But they're not going to define the error like exactly. some of these other guys. Yes. So Cardinals. Yeah. Kyler Murray. Where's he falling? That's what I'm saying. I feel like he might be one of these guys that, you know, he might play for a long time. But who knows? I don't think he'll be, you know. I think he reminds me of maybe having like a Cam Newton career, you know. Like you Hot go to, early on. Go right? to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Don't win one. Never go back. Fall off eventually when you Gets lose injured, your legs. Potentially, yeah. Fall off a little bit at the end of career when you lose your legs. Only thing he's got for him is he's he's got a cannon. He's little as fuck, but he's got a cannon. Yeah. The toddler has a cannon. The baby. What yeah. about Justin Fields? Bears. I, it's t- I think the jury, we haven't seen yeah, enough. The jury's still out. Yeah. He could even start. Yeah. But like, I like Fields. Like I'm obviously I compared him a lot to Dak coming out. I think they have very similar play style and build. But uh, I, 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 the, the jury's out still. Yeah, there's not enough on him. Dak. I want to say Dak. I know. A generation. I want to. But fuck, man. He played so fucking bad in that playoff game. 
That shit to fucking that shit just gets to me. Like he's good, but he ain't he's it. fucking good. He's really good, but I don't know if he's that defined. Like he's a great fucking leader. He's exactly what I want as a quarterback. Sure. He's a great There's guy. A like he's a great that, leader. Course. His playability. He knows what he's fucking talking about. He's a hard worker. He knows what he's doing. You're that's the thing. You can win. Guys want to play for yes. that guy. You know? Yes, they want to go to war for that. Yes, man. and you can win. Obviously, with him, hundred percent. They won twelve games this year. No question. And we you talked can win. about. It. There's a lot of quarterbacks with you know less skills. Yeah, and have won Super Bowls. Obviously, right? yeah. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. They don't have the pedigree that Dak possesses. Yeah. We just need a, team, a better. Like, we have a good team around, but we finally we have to get fucking discipline. Like, like discipline. Like that all that defense is constantly a joke. Like we took a step this year. I'm hoping Dan Quinn coming back. Thank God. You like that? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Dan Quinn coming back another year in his system. You got some guys more comfortable. I think they're going to take light year steps forward in the defensive side next year. They took a step forward this year, and now you got Micah Parsons learn another year in this in the system training camp. All that no he doubt. is no going doubt. to be a fucking animal. So yeah, and then you're probably going to draft some guys that are probably end up starting at some point because our drafting has been good. That's why we are a good, consistent team right now. You got to give it up to Stephen Jones. He's the head draft. Like, he's he saved us from Manziel. Like, like a lot of people don't realize how hands-on Stephen Jones is over Jerry. Like, he, like, it's very clear that when Jerry's done, Stephen's going to be the guy. Right. It's very yep. clear. And I'm fine with that. I actually I, I actually like that because from what he's shown already, the drafting the drafting is there. Yeah, no, I think they're in good hands. And, he is, and, he, and he's a fucking draft cap whiz. Mm-hmm. I mean, a cap, just a cap whiz in general. Like, we're always, like, for a while, we were always in cap hell. And he always found a way to fit everybody under the fucking number. I don't know how he would do it. Incentives, bonuses, whatever, but he could figure it out. It's one of them fucking them geniuses. Let's go down the line, right? More yeah, notable yeah. quarterbacks. Jared Goff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he defined the generation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Generation of shit. Let's see. <laughs> I think Kirk Cousins again is like oh, one of those one like, of those guys that you'll talk about. Like, yo, remember that year Kirk threw thirty touchdowns and four picks, and they didn't even go to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Kirk Cousins in a nutshell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daniel Hand- Jones. No, yeah, you're not defining me. We, shit we know him. how we feel about him. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. No, he's no, not going to be on. one of those guys, come right? On. Um, he might run a track meet. Jimmy G's not one of those guys. But I'll give Jimmy Although, G one thing. Jimmy G's a fucking he winner. He's a he winner. Wins, <laughs> He's a fucking winner. So, I mean, like, when the story's told, he might end up winning a chip or two. Who knows, man? Who knows? If he, he could see it this he year. He could see it this year. So, I mean, I don't think he's a winner, but he doesn't stand out to me as a guy that is going to be defined in this generation of quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, I think he falls in that last I, generation. No, yeah, he's like I one think, of those guys that's in I between. I think he was the guy who opened the door for this generation. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's you know fair. what I'm saying? He was the guy who stepped in for this fall, generation falls in of between, guys. Kind yeah, of exactly. But I feel like to me, he's the beginning of that new generation of that kind of athletic college running quarterback. Here's one. Which is what the guys are, the league's been obviously transitioning to now. Perfect tee up. So this, this one's going to make you think a little bit. Man, yeah. Because I don't know. I think it depends on who you ask. Lamar Jackson. Uh, right? Yeah. Like, he, that's a tough you know case what, right me, there, man. To me, he reminds me of, like, a Randall Cunningham. He's going to be notable. I think this is fair. He's I, I notable. Like where you're going with this He's one. notable, but I don't think he's going to define the generation. Or like, he's in that echelon of that all-time great. But I think he his his number obviously. His Do you think he'll have the there. longevity that Cunningham had? Because Cunningham played for. Uh, I think I think a lot of a these. Long time. I think a lot of these guys that already showed success, regardless of how they, you know, how they play the game, I think they will be kind of around because of like just 
how medicine is today, how athletic, how people train today. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they'll be there. Yeah, know? yeah. It's interesting, man, because fascinating player, right? Dynamic, mm-hmm. dynamic player. Does a lot of fun things, you know, like a lot of just fun, interesting, crazy things. Doesn't, you know, hasn't gotten the job done. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fall short, like a lot of guys. You know, a lot of guys that aren't the greats. The greats win. I still think he needs more around him. Yeah. Oh, sure. But yeah, I, I, I mean, it's possible. But he's got great coaching staff. Like Harbaugh's a great coach. Yeah. There's, like he's love, that's yeah, he's no, he's no, blessed no. with that. He's yeah. blessed with great coaching. Because if he's in a lot of other places, he's not successful at all. I don't think. Well, that's a good point too. So yeah, that's yeah. why I don't think I put him in. I'm not going to put him with the greats because he could have failed a lot of places. Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. So I think we feel kind of the same way there with mm-hmm. him. I am falling in the, he's going to be one of those guys that, yeah, you'll talk about him 10, 15 years from now, whatever. Yeah. There's going to be those three or four guys yeah. that are above him. Yeah, definitely. of course. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Though. Those are the generation fucking, those are the guys, the faces. Josh Mushroom. Allen, I hate to admit <sighs> it, right? Hey, man. I hate to admit it, mm-hmm. but I think he's going to be. One of those guys. I, I mean, think he, look at the past two years, the body of work over the past two, two and years with this guy, man. He's just getting better, better. Yeah, better, yeah. He's better. still evolving. 100%. But I want to see what he does next year when he doesn't have his support system that he's had the last two, three years. And Dable and what Dorsey. It's a big year for them. You know That's a good I'm point, saying? right? I want to. And they're going to be expected do. to win still. Exactly. And like right, they're still mm-hmm. a team. Oh that's, yeah. You know, they're looked at as their a window still. is wide open right now, right? Yeah. There, there's no indication that window is going to close anytime soon. The expectations are there for them to go to a conference championship next mm-hmm. year or they, a Super they Bowl. They talk man. about they're talking about you know even Mahomes was saying it after they you know they they played each other like we should be we're going to be doing this a lot in the in the playoffs. You know we're going to have these battles a lot because who knows if Josh Allen got his hands on the ball at the end of that game maybe they out maybe they flip the coin differently maybe the game's different you know big facts so. I think yeah, you're right. I think Josh Allen. I look at him as one of those guys. He could be a foundational he, guy. Found, he could be era. like yeah, the error guy, like that. You know, he might yeah, he's up there. And we were talking about him before, <laughs> Mr. Joe Burrow. No, oh, Joe Cool, easy, bro. Yeah. Big, Joe Burr, yeah, Joe Burr, yeah. He's uh, yeah. I, I obviously we've only this is his second year. We've seen him, but I think the, all the indications show that this man is going to be around for fucking. The long haul. Um, Carson Wentz, he ain't the guy. No, he ain't the fucking guy. He ain't the guy. You ain't the guy, buddy. Mahomes obviously oh, is like to the me, guy. He's the guy. He's, he's the guy. The guy. No fucking doubt. four AFC titles in a row, already a championship, been to another Super Bowl. Like he's the numbers are there. He's gonna be the guy. He's the guy going forward, I think. I think he's the one who takes the Peyton Manning title, the fucking no, it's the fair. fucking yeah. Tom Brady title. All that. He's he's the guy, the next guy. Um yeah, I mean you go to Jacksonville, Lawrence. We don't know what yeah. he's going to be we don't yet. Uh, Derek Carr, okay, perfect example of what yeah, perfect before. example of a guy who's good can probably do it. Solid as hell. Solid as shit. No respect. Not going to be remembered. Nope. <laughs> Not going to be remembered, no. bro. No. When the stories, when the fucking paint dries and all that shit. They're not going to be talking about the heroics of Derek Carr. I'll tell you that much. But I do think they'll be talking about Justin Herbert a hell of a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's showing. Mm-hmm. He might not be there yet, but maybe this time next year. Yeah, he's te- he takes steps. Yeah, I- I- I'll put him up there oh, yeah. already. I think I'll he showed enough. There. He's going to be one of those guys. Yeah. Like, even, even just at a volume standpoint where it comes to just, like, putting, like, I'll put him in the class of, like, Favre. You know what I'm saying? Where he's up there, obviously, you know, like that, he's an all-time great. So, like, I'll put him in. I'll, I, I'll say his play reminds me of Favre where he's just going to be throwing all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. just chucking it all the time. And I mean, that's it for me, man. Like, 
in, in terms of teams that like notable that have notable mm. quarterbacks that potentially fit that criteria. But what about guys like do you feel like Matt Ryan's in the old class? Yes. The old class. Yes. Even though he's still probably gonna play a couple more years. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's in the old, I feel like he's one of those guys too that's just like really good and did a couple things and he's probably gonna be up there. He's probably gonna be a Hall of Famer. <sighs> I don't know, you know? Yeah. But I don't think he's gonna be remembered that as as one of them old he's he's obviously, you know, it's not gonna be remembered as one of the all time greats, I don't think. No. But, I mean, if you look at just his stats, I'm sure. Like, oh, yeah, his numbers are probably up there. Yeah, if you're just looking on paper, yeah, you'd probably say this guy mm-hmm. was, you know, one of the top quarterbacks for a long time. But Yeah. Do a little transition here. So, keep it football. But, movie-wise, I <laughs> I watched last night that, that movie with Kevin James called Home Team, I think. Is that the uh, one when you play Netflix, Sean Payton? The Netflix. Yeah, we play Sean Payton. And that movie doesn't need to exist. At all. It doesn't really, it doesn't serve any type of purpose. Like, I don't know what I was trying to, what I thought I was going to do going into that. Like, what, like I thought it was going to well, be. But what was it about? It was about when was he was like, suspended, Yeah, when right? he was suspended for the, the the Bounty Gate shit. But, like, they go into it a li- very, very little bit. But it, the whole movie's about, like, him trying to, like, connect with his son. And his son doesn't fucking like him at all. So I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, is that, like, real? Does, like, Sean Payton's son, like, really fucking hate him or something? Or, like, did, like... Because, like, Sean Payton had to okay this shit, no? Yeah, so what I'm thinking <laughs> like, is, like... All right, so maybe that's, like, a bullshit, like, Hollywood, like, yeah. line that they put in just to but, like, that's the, the whole story movie. a little more interesting. That's the whole story. And, like you said, he would have to sign off on that. So right. why would he sign off on that? Yeah, because, like, in the movie, kid really fucking hates him. Maybe... Like hey, really fucking is annoyed maybe, by him. Maybe that's really what happened. Yeah, maybe, maybe Joe Payne's dad's just like maybe Joe Payne's like a shitty ass dad. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, fuck, hell of a football coach, terrible father. I could I could see it. <laughs> he looks like kind of a dickhead too. Sean Payton. I could see him being like a little fucking like real dick with his kids. Oh. And like there's like a scene where he's like going to like this one kid's house for dinner. Like this mom clearly wants to bang him, but she's like this big fat black lady. It's hilarious. That's great. And like it's Kevin James playing Sean Payton. I already don't buy that to begin with. He doesn't look anything like him. But he tries he really tries to act like him. Like sound like him. Uh-huh. But it's bad. Oh. Kevin James is not a very good actor. Like he's good at what he like he's a goofy fat white guy. Yeah. Just be a stick fucking to that. just stick to that. He did some movie recently where he's like a Nazi, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a horror movie. Yeah, or something like that. I didn't watch it, but apparently he was, was like a Nazi. It was called... Um, <laughs> I want to say it was like called Jessica. Yeah, I, some I shit like that. Hold on. Hold but on. yo, Kevin James is just like not that great of an actor to me. And like the whole movie is campy as fuck. Like... Just like, oh, it's, it's literally like they do a couple seconds of him getting suspended. And then it's all... Just him trying to coach his son's team, or like, like assistant coach his son's team with the dude from Twilight, <laughs> and like, it has the movie has a very distinct odor of fucking Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, like you know when Adam Sandler puts his hands on a movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the odors very there, evident. yeah. Like Rob Schneider's in it. <laughs> like. There's certain characters, like just the way the movie's filmed and done, just very Adam Sandler ish. And like, that's okay sometimes, but like, I don't know. It just doesn't fit with this. Don't force it on me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I always think about like, too, like, Kevin James is the luckiest fucking guy on the planet because if Chris Farley wasn't dead, he would have none of those roles. 
Adam Sandler would give all those roles to Chris Farley if he was alive. Big time facts. You know, like grown-ups and shit like that. Kevin James' career would be terrible. He would just be <laughs> the King of Queens guy, and that would be it. And everything he would do after that would be fucking... King uh, of Queens was a good th- uh, that's why, show, man. That's why I give him credit for that, because yeah. I actually enjoyed King of Queens. Yeah. I did. I enjoyed it. But that's a little unrealistic is. with a hot wife like that, yeah, though. Yeah, I don't know. Those big guys can pull them. Yeah, but <laughs> but nah, yeah, she's yeah. But I'm but he they they were in another show as a married couple too, which is weird. After that show, oh yeah, like more recent, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't anything King and Queens related. Yeah, nah. So it was kind of that's kind of weird, yeah, right? Yeah, but you like, don't see that often. Nah, you know. But like when it comes to Kevin James, like that's to me what he is is like the King and Queens guy. Like just be that guy. Oh, it was Becky, by the way, not Jessica. <laughs> the horror movie. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. It was. It wasn't very good, but it wasn't the worst thing I've seen either. Yeah, and that's how I kind of feel about this movie. This fucking tome team. It's not good. It's not very good at all. But it wasn't the worst thing I've seen. Like, there are parts that are kind of funny. Like, there's this... So, like, there's this kid in the movie who's kind of funny, mm-hmm. but I've noticed... He, I think Netflix just owns this kid, because everything I've seen <laughs> on Netflix, he's in. Netflix slave. Yeah, I think he's a slave to the flicks. I think they got him, like, yeah, some dark shit. But like, <laughs> like no, he's legitimately in like every new Netflix movie that's out that like involves Disney kids back that involves day. a funny kid. He's in it. I've seen three Netflix movies that he's been in recently. He's a Netflix whore. Yeah, he's a Netflix kid. <laughs> <laughs> but Kevin James is is the luckiest fat white actor of all time. You're here to hear, folks. <laughs> and fuck Kevin James. <sighs> but that movie, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I give that movie probably I give that movie half a maron out of five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cougie. All right, Cougie. Yeah, we're going to actually get into the playoff game. So we'll catch you on the other side. Y'all just hang tight because we will be back after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dave Sturchio, co-owner of Chop Sports and, of course, the Chop Sports Podcast Network. And I'm here to remind you that each and every day, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock Eastern, we're going live. That's right. It's the Chop Sports Daily live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. At around 12.30, this becomes a podcast in which you can stream it on your favorite platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Each and every day, myself and Gooch go over the previous night's sports, a couple games to look forward to, and of course, we always spark a really great conversation. You can join the conversation by watching us on YouTube Live or download the podcast when that becomes available. That's every day. Check out the Chop Sports Daily. What's going on, guys? This is Sturge, and I got a question for you. Have you ever dreamt about flipping a house or buying an investment property? I know I have. There's a reason why house flipping is out of reach for most people, and that's because of a lack of information. Flipping Made Easy is for people like you who feel drawn to the world of house flipping, but they don't have a clue as to where to start. Check out FlippingMadeEasy.com. Here, you'll find comprehensive and easy-to-understand information about every stage of the house flipping process. You'll receive access to millions of houses ripe with flipping potential. Hundreds of expert guidance explained through research articles and easy-to-understand video content. And thousands of vendors for all of your house flipping needs. Subscribe to FlippingMadeEasy.com and become part of the flipping community. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOP, you'll receive a free t-shirt and a 30-day, that's right, 30-day money-back guarantee. That's FlippingMadeEasy.com. Welcome back to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Yes. Ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. Ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. 
your <laughs> AFC champions. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, we said we were coming back on the other side of the fucking AFC title game. Fresh off a Cincinnati Bengals win. The who Bengals. saw that? I mean, who would have saw it coming? Big Dick Burrow. I saw it coming. Big Dick Burrow Listen, saw it coming. I haven't bet against the Bengals the whole playoff. I've been riding with him because I can't bet against Joe Burrow. He's Joe Burrow. He's Joe Cool, bro. Coolest dude. Like we were, like we said in the segment before this, right before we fucking left, we just we were talking about the quarterbacks and who's like, you know, who the the Mahomes, like the guys that are carrying the torch from here on out, the fucking the yeah, the, the, the upper echelon guys. And I said Joe Burrow is going to be there for the foreseeable future, and that man is starting to stamp. He's stamping his path as we speak. I mean, you you took down Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, man. In the AFC title game. On the road. too. On the road. Yeah. Of your fucking young, young career. Mm-hmm. But a young team. I mean, this guy is making <sighs> Hall of Fame fucking moves already, man. No, he's year two, bro. And, like, it's the, the Bengals in general right now, they're set up for a long time. Because all their players are young. Even their head coach is young, man. Yeah. They're set up to do this for a while. So I think we're going to be looking at the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, those three teams going at it for probably the next fucking eight years solid. Those are going to be the top teams in the AFC for a while going forward. But um, it was incredible to see, actually. Like, I, I like, you know, who doesn't love seeing some fucking... Under uh, kind of an underdog story, yeah, man. Uh, historically, a loser franchise, losing franchise, mm-hmm. right, man? I mean, fucking think, about all, think about all the terrible, terrible Bengal years. Oh my out god, there. misery! I mean, you think about the Hugh Jackson era, Ugh. Um, like Marvin. I mean, think about all the bad quarterbacks. Yeah, they had some rough. They had a rough go. They're but I'll say more. You know, the Marvin. Uh, Lewis, Lewis yeah. the Lewis years—they weren't be, terrible. Listen, he brought them to respectability. They, they never went past. They always lost the first round. Yep, they always lost yep. the first round. But I mean, at least he made them relevant. Oh, absolutely. You know, and now Zach Taylor finally putting it together, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's doing—he's doing things like I said before. They win the playoff game. He goes to a bar in Cincinnati, gives the game ball to the, the city, of Cincinnati, the fucking fans. That's just shit you got to do to change the whole culture. Uh, we had gotten a guest in the middle of the football game. So, <clears throat> friend of the show. In friend, the of, friend of the show. Scott Shanley in the fucking building. Oh, hey. How's it going? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. So, he's been sitting here in silence for what we talked for the last time. It's my MO, though. That's what I usually do. Yeah, Scott's a man of few words. It's, it's on brand for me. <laughs> Very on brand. Very on brand. Oh, actually, what we were talking about. That we should probably talk about uh, Rumble. Yeah, yeah, we could we definitely were, uh, let's, let's do that. Yeah. So dude, I haven't watched like I'm going back now a while. I'm like six months at least mm-hmm. where I just haven't been watching WWE. Yeah. It's yeah. been so bad for so long, and I get it. Like they need to appeal to a certain demographic, right? They have pressure from the networks. I mean, then themselves, you know, whatever. Like. They had to appease, mm-hmm. you know, younger younger generations. And I get it, and that's why I always call WWE the kids' show mm-hmm. now. When you compare it to like oh, Indies or yeah. AEW or anything like that, you know, it, it's a kids' show. You turn it on, and and you know they have their like their their quote unquote comedy scenes, mm-hmm. and you know it's just so fucking yeah. cheesy though, dude. The corn love, and you know hot. it's just a disrespect to some of the <laughs> fucking wrestlers on there because listen, the roster there's great talent. 
Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, fucking Roman Reigns is doing historical fucking historical things as a character. Yeah, and I don't WWE. like, and I'm not a Reigns guy. Me neither. I'm not, but Me I respect neither. it. But, you know, he put himself on that upper echelon yeah. of guys like Brock Lesnar and, you know, feuding with those type of guys now. And, you know, the title run that he's doing right now is, like, probably one of the best in recent memory. But in this era... No one cares. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's like, I'm not into it, man. Mm. And it's like bringing me back to, like, like when CM Punk was really hot, like, when mm. he came in, WWE, and, like, I wasn't watching at all back then. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I'm I'm going back to, like, yeah. that period. Where I'm just not that. watching. I mean, I watch AEW, right? We still watch AEW. Mm. Uh, but WWE, like I said, is the kid's show. So, But I decided to put the, the Rumble on last night. I mean, Rumble's my favorite pay-per-view. Mm. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, I think that's, that's fun. Yeah. It's, it's always fun, usually. Yeah. And it just straight up reminded me of, wow, this is why... I don't watch WWE anymore, uh-uh. man, because it was so bad. The Women's Rumble, I'll give it. It was entertaining at least, mm-hmm. right? They had like some of the surprise entrants. They had the cr- TNA crossover. Yeah. WWE's version of the uh, Forbidden Door opening yeah, with yeah. Mickey James. Mickey uh, James. With the TNA title entering the Rumble. You know, all right. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, gotcha. you don't see that all the time. So, you know, and then you had, they had the, um, you know, the regular surprises. You know, your Molly Hollies mm-hmm. and, and Michelle McCool and Lita. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. Rough. Uh, I think they've been I, doing the same surprises the yeah, last like, couple women's roles. It's kind of the same thing over and over. I mean, the Bellas, that was cool. Yeah. yeah Thicky yeah. Bella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, no, when it comes... Yeah. Like, this is... That's the thing, too. Like, I, I, I'm, t- I'm going to say, I didn't really watch. Like, it was like, you know, I had it on. But it was like, I wasn't... A... Uh, WWE has gotten to the point that it's so bad and so like unenjoyable that I can't even enjoy the Rumble, you know. And that's the one. That's the one I you really, can always rely yeah, on. That's the one I always look forward to. That's one like I saw someone made a comment online that they couldn't summarize the perfect like better. It was like I waited 365 days for this, and this is the worst Royal Rumble in the last decade. And that's saying a lot because they've been bad. They've all been bad. Yeah. I mean, for the men's rumble, dude, there, there was nothing. I mean, forget the ending. I mean, yeah. the ending pissed me off enough where it's just like, this is why I don't mm-hmm. fucking watch WWE. No. It's the same bullshit recycled over and over. And that's why I watch W. When I say AEW gives me everything I need in wrestling. Yep. Everything. Yep. Every little thing. It understands the modern adult wrestling fan. Uh-huh. And it, it, it does. It appeases the era of the people that were watching the Attitude Era. Yep. And watching the NWO era in WCW. And ECW. Old school mm-hmm. ECW fans it appeals to as well. Like I said, so it, they, it, hit, they hit that demographic yeah, and they and do it, it well. So that's why it connects with us more. But And it yeah. also has like, you know, it has the connection to the indies. But it has a little indie feel to it too. Yeah, they're not going. But I like an indie feel. Yeah, they're not going after every fucking Hulk Hogan steroid jacked up Vince McMahon type guy. (laughs) But they, I mean, but their roster is huge now. Like it is getting up there with like more name guys for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they manage that roster now. You know, if they get more shows. I mean, and that's the thing, too. I mean, we'll get back to the Rumble, but, like, there's just too much content. Like, I always say that about mm-hmm. WWE to begin with. Like, yeah. there's way too much content to consume. I can't, if, if I'm watching NXT, too, <laughs> there's no way I could keep up with it, man. It's impossible. Yeah. Could do one show. Like, a yeah. week. like I could de- dedicate myself to one federation to watch at a time. Yeah. That's, that's about it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And the one other thing I do like, I was going to say, like, I do, like, really enjoy about AEW is, um, like, the live experience. Like, we've talked about so this. Fun. So much fun. Yeah, we've talked about this on, uh, you know, past ca- yeah. past pods. But um, it's ha- head and shoulders better than WWE because you get so much bang for your buck. You know, if you're going there for dynamite, you're getting dark. You're getting dynamite, and you're getting rampage, and the seats we sat at, you could, you know, you could see the pictures on our Instagram, All Star Vintage NJ. How you doing? Um, yeah, you can see where we sat. Fifty bucks a ticket, man. Yeah, you can't beat it. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I just always ring the bell for AEW. <laughs> Going back to the Rumble, though. Back to back to business. Back to the Rumble. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it was just so anticlimactic too, like. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, I don't even, like, not that I don't know who they are, but I'm like, he's in the Rumble. He's yeah. in the, like, I don't, like, some of these guys, I have no idea who the fuck <laughs> they were. But, I mean, there was no surprise entrance at all. Mm. It was just the regular roster, <laughs> which, I mean, the Rumble, you always get a couple yeah. of those guys. You, you have, have to have those guys in there. That's what makes the Rumble. And there was none of that, man. <laughs> I mean, so that was, like, my biggest gripe is, like, mm. you know, they usually feel... Feed the nostalgia crowd. They bring it back a couple guys, whatever. Or uh, they debut a guy. Like, remember when AJ Styles debuted? How awesome that was. That was great. Yeah, man. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) We're watching it being like, who's going to win this? Like, I guess McIntyre, but like that doesn't feel entirely right. And then, of course. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, you got this going on. Like, just to bounce it to AEW again, just real, just briefly. (laughs) But you have this shit. Shit, Royal Rumble, right? And then on Rampage, you got an opening match of Cody Rhodes for Sammy Guevara and a ladder match for a title with absolute pay-per-view quality fucking moves and everything. And then AEW and then WWE's putting out fucking forty minutes of just. That's another real advantage to AEW too. Is they're not afraid to put those pay-per-view quality matches mm-hmm. on TV. Whereas if that was WWE, they would advertise that, mm-hmm. and then there'd be a disqualification like ten seconds into it. Uh, yeah, you know, there would Absolutely. be some sort of swerve or misdirect mm-hmm. where you're like, you know, they're bullshit. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, well, case in point. Although this was on the pay-per-view at the Rumble, but same concept. You look at Reigns versus Rollins on paper, like, oh my god, that's a fucking great mm-hmm. match. And then what do they do? They shit all over it with the bullshit that they put out there. Like, okay, Reigns, you know, beat him with a fucking chair for mm. 20 minutes. Great. But, I mean, mm-hmm. so what? So what? we're going to save it for something else now? You're yeah. always fucking saving it. Save why, it for, why, why is the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. not good enough? Yeah, right? Especially with what they were doing the rest of the night. There's nothing else. If you're not going to give us surprise guests in the Rumble, give us something with substance yeah. at least. Now, if, if, you're, if you like the... You know, the uh, Lashley and Lesnar match, like, okay, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, that appeals to a certain crowd. I yeah. get it. Like, like, that match reminds me of, like, like that appeals to the, like, 
later 50s guy. They want to see the big, the bulky, big bulky guys go at it, right? fucking hulks just going at it. Yeah. The dudes who are watching in the 80s. Like yeah. They were in diapers in the 80s, mm-hmm. so we don't remember, but... Yeah. yeah. They just want to see, like, the like the big fucking Hulk dudes just fucking yeah. caveman clubbing each exactly. other. Exactly. Shit. Exactly. Um, but since we're on a theme of bitching right now about mm-hmm. WWE, like I... So often do. Meanwhile, I have fucking tattoo of the mm-hmm. mommy and everything. Well, they, but you got the golden era. You got the good era. Yeah, of course. WWF. Yes. Bro, the the best logo. The best bro. logo, too. Um, and I love, I, but I love WWE. I always yeah. do. Just this, this, I'm bitching about this time our, period, yeah. man. Exactly. It's, it's a bad fucking time period for someone our age, you know? Yeah. Uh, but since we're a bit, you know, uh, you another want to talk thing about too. good rumbles. No, Is that what you want to talk? Well, about? yeah, that too. But just pay per views in general. Like, remember they really used to have like they a brand behind like the theme, of, like the Royal Rumble, like the way they'd have it set up. It'd be like the majestic, oh, you know, yeah, like uh, royalty, yeah, and stuff like royal. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Survivor Series would have kind of that darker theme mm-hmm. and things like that. Like. They don't do that anymore. It's like no. it takes away from making a pay-per-view feel like special. Like mm-hmm. they don't have that. They don't put it. I mean, you hardly even get like pyro anymore for, yeah. for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, I think it just loses its its value and its intrigue. Like I don't so know. Like, like why is every so weird pay-per-view look like an in-your-house pay-per-view? Yeah, it's a weird analogy, but like to, for me, it like reminds me of like when they were like overdoing all the Batman movies. Like with yeah. Bale, and it just like they didn't even bother covering Manhattan up anymore. Like it just didn't even look like Gotham. It's just it just it's Manhattan with a different name. Yeah, like like this is like same through WWE. It's just like the, every pay per view is exactly the same, but this one's the Royal Rumble, and this one's yeah, it's just a name. Yeah. It's just a name. Yeah, now. yeah, that's like, it. It's like you could be doing. You might as well just be doing it like the Prudential Center every week, and you couldn't tell a difference. I mean, even like with WrestleMania. I mean, I know with. COVID and everything, like, the past couple of years, like, it's different, obviously. But even before that, like, the it, the entrances weren't even, like, that cool anymore. Yeah. Remember, like, Mania used to get the fucking big, yeah. awesome entrances. And the last- I feel like, I mean, minus the past couple of years, I get that. You get a pass for that. Mm-hmm. Right? Give him a pass. Give him a pass for that. But even before that, I think the last cool, like, Rumble entrance... Uh, not Rumble. I'm sorry. Mania. Mania entrance. I think I know what you're going to say, I know what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of. Rusev. Yeah, yeah with the tank. battle tank. Fuck, you're right. When him that, and Cena had the feud for the U.S. title. One. That was a good one, but I was also thinking about there was one good Triple H one. Triple H had a lot of good yeah. ones. Yeah, but like, was on the like bike of, when they like, had the skulls and maybe shit. That one. I think it might have been the like the last one he had at Mania. Like that, I was like, well, did Stephanie ride out on the bike entrance. with him or some shit? I, was maybe, I think that might have been it. And that then there was, was one where he had like it was like Charlotte and Alexa Bliss before they had debuted and they were wearing like skull masks. Mm. Yeah, he had that one. I forget what I forget what else happened during that entrance, but I remember it was a thing. Mm. Good old entrances. <laughs> but the one thing, and we're gonna always compare WWE and AEW, obviously. Mm. But another thing, like AEW does do pretty well is they brand their stuff a little more. Like they. Again, the appeal to us is like that nostalgia factor. Like when they do the um, like the bashes at the beach. And, oh yeah. Or um, what was the other one that they were doing? A fire fighter fest or whatever like that. Did they do. I think were they going to do Starcade or not? Nah, maybe they're going to do Starcade. I, don't I know. think WWE wound up doing that. Did I think they? they give okay, the, that's right. The rights or something. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they of would. course not. Yeah. They're not giving that up. Vince ain't giving that. nobody nothing. Hell no. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! You can't have that shit. All right, I'm done being a grouch. I'm ready to make some, um, some homemade pizza, man. I got the Cuisine. pizza, Take care, the pizza oven from uh, our bridal shower. 
Mm. So we're using that. Ah, we made pizzas. We, had, we made pizzas last week, and we it was did. an experiment, but they came out pretty good. They weren't bad. I thought they weren't bad. I'm on a mission to make them better now, so can't stop, won't stop. Well, we know we can't make them super fat like that. Like this is too much. The dough was crazy. Dough <laughs> that was a little, a little aggressive on the dough. dough. <laughs> yeah, so we cutting this episode. Cutting it. Episode fucking two up, is man. a fucking riz app. If you guys like Yo. me here and you want to support the show, we appreciate you. And if you're into vintage gear, sports jerseys, sweatshirts, hats, how you doing? Uh, your sister's ass. All that vintage 80s, 90s, 2000s throwback stuff from your favorite teams. Your Visit favorite us brand. at allstarvintage.shop. Bengals um, are, are going to the Super Bowl, guys. Pretty interesting. Big things for Cincinnati fans and good for them, man. Looking, cool. uh, and I think uh, I'm going to go on a whim right here and say the Rams are going to win and go to the Super Bowl also. That's my preferred choice. Would love to see I got them on the money line, baby. Rams and Bengals. I already won one half of that because I got the Bengals at seven and a half. How you doing? All right, y'all. Take it. Sleaze. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. (laughs) 